This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes finally surface. <sighs> Ravaged but victorious. What, like we're all like vomiting on shores. <laughs> Training their sights back on their ultimate objective. You're going to relight that forge. You're going to be imbued with powers unimaginable to be able to take out Brander, to be able to take out the Storm Tyrant, to be able to save the world. They set off back into the valley. But the greater question remains, and this is something you're going to have to discuss. How are you going to get there? But one wrong step could spell their end. What do you think you're doing? Back away, you fool! The adventure continues. I can't believe you walked down this footpath. Now. What is going on, GCP Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. My name is Joe O'Brien, and I am excited for you to consume this this newest installment of our weekly game. I just wanted to say that I hope everybody had a lovely Labor Day weekend. Uh, everybody in, in the U.S., that is. Everybody outside of the U.S., I, I hope you had a lovely weekend. Labor Day weekend typically is seen as the bookend at the end of summer. And I think back and I just think, what a summer it has been for the GCP. If you think back to June, we had never had a regional event before, meetup event that was listener organized and coordinated. We had never been to a convention before in force, like as the GCP. We had never done a live show on the road. We had never done a live show with a guest. We had not hit our $10,000 goal to start work on a second show. I mean, we had half of the subscribers that we have now. So, yeah, by any metric, this summer has been incredible for the Glass Cannon Podcast. And I just thank you guys, as always, for your support along the way and for being part of this awesome journey that we've, we've all been going on, which has just spiked up this summer and really ramped things up for the fall. And I, for one, am very excited. So I'm just going to get out of here and let you get to the episode this week. We have worked our way out of this sunken temple with a horde of treasure to go through. And then it's time to once again move over land as a knight and his magical wolf were meant to. Please enjoy episode 119 of the show. And since all of you love my singing so much... Booty and the Beast. Nailed it. I lied. Lexington is dead. Oh, oh you lied. I God. thought about it all week. He was eviscerated by a, a bear. A bear. A passing bear. Just a passing bear. <laughs> Hello, An dear undead. Wolf. Familiar, oddly familiar, Bear. <laughs> the old double lie. Uh, I put up a picture here on the TV screen. It's uh, That's a magical wolf. It's, I just Googled magical wolf. Wow. And, it is, uh, a, it is a, uh, a bipedal wolf yeah. with long hair and a very fetching red dress. Uh-huh. It kind of <laughs> looks like the iconic uh, Pathfinder Sorcerer. See, is that uh, Sione? Sione. Yeah, Sione. Yeah. Sione. 
and she's Except casting she's a, wolf. a spell. I'm just she's casting I'm, some sort of spell that connects her hands and like is that water? Looks like cotton candy. Yes, yeah, it might be cotton. candy. <laughs> it looks like irradiated cotton candy. <laughs> it could also be. A, is a that a second of, level spell? Yeah, I believe so. Irradiate candy. <laughs> irradiate candy. Irradiate confectionery. Guys, guys uh, that's, the, a third, the that's a third party spell. <laughs> <laughs> the range is personal. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm the duration always, is delicious. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm that just fun. I, <laughs> <laughs> that is one magical wolf. Sorry. All right, what did you guys want to talk about? That's all I had. <laughs> that was the big open. That was it. That's your week's after prep our. Right there. our <laughs> I found the picture. What else do you want? Yeah. That's good. I think I've done my part. Start off talking about something the audience can't possibly see. <laughs> just Google magical wolf. <laughs> And make sure you search by the largest file size in Google Images, and that that baby's going to come up. Uh, anyway, so uh, pretty pretty rough combat last week, huh? Ooh. That was uh, quite brutal. And again, it's a situation in which, well, for one, Nestor can't use his bow. Like mm-hmm. all the really tough combats that we've had have been ones that, for one reason or another, Nestor has been unable to really participate in. Right. I yeah. mean, th- this reminded me a lot of, and obviously different circumstances, the fight against Lockmore Edergun. Uh, now, obviously, with that one, what made it extra difficult is it took Baron and Della and Nestor extra rounds to get to the fight with Sir Will and Ingrahild yeah. and Umlo. But just one combatant taking on five of you. And just piecemeal taking you out. Yeah. The other common thread is terrible rolling. Yes. Yes. Yeah, really bad Joe rolling. Joe rolled like nothing above a six for most of the combat. I rolled really badly. Terrific. And we were also all just coming off another pretty tough fight with no break in between. Yeah. So we're already half spent. Yeah. This is what I was th- As we were cleaning up last week, I was thinking to myself, like, had you fought the Chul first and then went to fight the Marrows, that Marrow encounter... Would have been way harder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and we would have had to because we had to get the plate. Yes. That was the reason we were down there. Yeah. Yeah, so very, very, very interesting. And we saw, it was because Baron saw that it was in there. Like, sense. Right. He sensed that it was, was in there. Was it so detect alignment? Detect, yeah, I detect evil. I cycled through until yeah. I found evil, and then I let it go for 18 seconds, and then I found the source, source, of, it. source of it. Right. And then, yeah. Huge. 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 You ever find that bottle cap? I I have not. Uh, it exists. The I truth is out there. <laughs> uh, I'll be Mulder. You can be. You know, uh, the, the thing I was thinking about too is like, there's no running down there, right? Like, yeah, none of us have a swim. Let's speed. get out of here. It would catch up to you it immediately. Would, yeah, mobility. Our mobility is compromised. Our weapons are compromised. Spells are compromised. It's it's got to be the closest thing, uh, but is actually effectual and and not totally made up. L- like when you see a bomb ticking down a countdown in a movie. Yeah. Like the paralysis once it hits all six of us. You know. I was trying to think what I would do. Five of us. Like if I, uh, my next thing was to paralyze Sir Will, and then I would go after Baron. <laughs> Let's say I paralyze, but then everyone's paralyzed. I would. I would guess I would just go cycle back to Umlo and just start killing one by one. That was my. Yeah. I mean, I had to do something. How do you say like, that, by the way, Troy? Leave you there. How do you say that? Cuda. Cuda Grass. There you go. Hey. There you go. Guarantee I'll screw that up. Here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but if it you just did co- start brutal. doing that, yeah. then people would have woken up. Yeah. M- most likely at some point, someone would have woken up. But sure, doesn't I doesn't mean the, we would have. The lived, timing, because where it's a full round action, the timing to swim up to a creature. Then it takes another round. Then it takes another round to, to, to grab. But like, and Baron was three still of up. you would have been dead. Baron was still up. 
No, Bar- he was saying if Baron went, if yeah. we were all paralyzed. Crazy. Just, just crazy. But, you know, there was uh, only one room you didn't really check out, but for the most part, you got what you came for. Yeah. And a ton of treasure. Hell yeah, let's check out this stuff, man. You, you climb out of the water and uh, you are just soaking wet and <gasps> you can breathe uh, fresh air again instead of water. That would be weird, I would think, after coming off that spell. Like, wouldn't you have to like cough up all the water in your lungs like before you start breathing air again? Which is just magically disappear. Well, like we're all like vomiting on shores. <laughs> <laughs> the spell allows you to breathe air and water. It's true. So oh, okay. Right. But still, but works. you still have to get rid of the water in your lungs yeah, before you can be, start. Yeah, there has to be some so sort of... When the spell is over, you have to be able to get the, all the water out. We got a lot let's of turn Will upside down and drain him. <laughs> we got a lot of fun treasure here. Let's let's get to it. Um, there's going to be a fight. Uh, I this is the um, most powerful belt you've found yet. Oh boy. Okay. There I've said it. But let's start with everything else. There are three malachites. How do you spell that? M a l a l a c h i t e malachite. Oh, I can yeah. like him. Okay. It's a gem. Three right? malachites that gem are worth stone. ten gold pieces each. I'll it's save a semi-precious, semi-precious stone. There is a uh, tourmaline. Not the semi-precious stone. Worth 120 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Tourmaline. Tourmaline! All right, and there's also 20, Why can't it be true? 24 gold pieces, 700 silver pieces, and 400 copper pieces. Let's get the cash out of the way. Invest it. Got a wand, a scroll, a potion, an oil, magical armor, a masterwork heavy mace. Just throw that in there. And a magical belt. Let me get some spell checks. All right. I'll roll. Uh, Touch of law is available to you if you want to take it. Oh. I don't know. I have no idea. Baron has never known less about magic. 91. Do we think a 21 will be be good for us? Yeah. What yeah. is your plus? Plus 11. Yeah. Take it. Or right. plus 10. Take down my touch of law. Okay. So I'll touch of law and then 21 on the... Uh, <laughs> on the... What's... It's just two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll okay. it over because okay. what's the point? You have a scroll... Of cure serious wounds. Ah, ah, nice. Something that you might want to learn. But if you fail, I can't cast it. Yeah, not yet. But be good to Wait, be good to have later. Well, maybe one day Will will be able to cast it. Certainly can. Perhaps someday. But he wouldn't need to learn it anyway. Correct. A potion of enlarged person. Ah. Shades of Big Willie style. There we go. Mm. Something perhaps Nestor might be interested in. An oil of flame arrow. Oh hell oh, yeah, man! Hell fuck yeah! That Wait, is awesome. I have that as a spell too, by the way. If you ever wanted that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's great. And he can actually Baron can, we can use split it. it up. We can split it. Yep. Uh, yeah, oil of flame I got, arrow. I learned that from Pembroke. Yes, that's right. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed Our, our role-played conversation. Cut to. Uh, you can put that on 50 projectiles, uh, all which have to be together at the time of casting and last 10 minutes per level. So that's something you can put on before a fight. Yep. Um, Boss fight. What else? What else do we have? I, I mentioned the Masterwork Heavy Mace. So there's a wand? Plus one hide armor. Oh. Ah. Oh, Ooh. that might be interesting for Della. What is she wearing currently? Uh, a mithril chain shirt. 
No, I think you're better off with the uh, chain shirt. Almost certainly. Yeah, it's actually that's worse than uh, Baron's special dwarven armor. The right. leather one. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> sell. 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 And what we have left is the wand of and the belt. It is uh, a wand of Entropic Shield. Oh. Ah! What is that? A magical field appears around you glowing with a chaotic blast of multicolored hues. The field deflects incoming arrows, rays, and other ranged attacks. It's like uh, in Dune, the, uh, the personal shields in Dune. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, each ranged attack directed at you for which the attacker must make an attack roll has a 20% mischance, similar to concealment. Hmm. Uh, it lasts one minute per Level. I'd have to. We, I'd have to use a uh, use magic device on that. There are thirty-two charges of entropic. Shield what is the up. caster level? Um, it's a first level. It's spell. a first level. Spell. Oh, so but it's a cleric oracle spell. So it lasts one minute. Yes. Okay. So it's a little automatic concealment. Right. Yeah. Thirty-two. Can't, can't hurt. Thirty-two charges. You said. Thirty-two charges. And the belt is a belt of giant strength plus four. Oh, that, wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a big one. That is oh, wow. a that's big a big one. That is nice. That's going to get skill checks, strength-based skill checks flying up. Oh. That's going to get attack damage for melee characters up. To hit, too, right? To hit. I don't think it adds It does to, to hit. hit. It yeah. does to hit? Yeah. It sure does. All right, so that's going to add to the to hit that's and right. to damage. Uh, it's going to boost your encumbrance. I mean... All the, the carnival games, like when you swing the mallet at the thing and the, it goes up, hits the It'll bell. It'll be a stud every time. Be better at that. Um, who wants it? Amlo definitely wants it. Amlo definitely wants it. Yeah. Who's wearing a belt right now? Amlo next is wearing a belt. I think Sir Will is wearing a belt. Yeah. I think one of us has suspenders, but the rest of us are all wearing uh, I'm not belts. wearing a belt. Okay. Let me see if it, I'm, I'm going to check to see if it really does much for Della. <laughs> Oh, she's a melee fighter, but are you using uh, weapon finesse weapon on the scimitar? Yeah, it's a waste of a feat. Um, Take off the grapple. <laughs> um, yeah, if if I would say Baron's going to sit this one out, but he would have joined in if Umlo had died. Sure. Like I would, I would take the arm and like become a frontline fighter and put my gun. Like I would shoot once and then, but I I'm not. It's been a while since I've looked at Umlo's character sheet. He has strength damage as well. Or is it strength con? No, I think. Dex? Strength oh, he con does. Charisma? I think he does have strength damage. I can't remember. I think yeah, so he's too. only at a fifteen. Yeah, he has four two. strength damage. So this would cure, yeah, basically we'll cure him. Cure him. <laughs> Even him out. Even him out. Yeah, it would definitely help Amlo a lot. I mean, I think we should just give it to. Amlo. I think we should just give it to Amlo. Yeah, except for the fact that Nestor wins it. Oh, okay. Well, I vote ah. Nestor gets it because I can borrow his uh, belt of incredible dexterity. No, no. <laughs> but I vote Nestor dies before he before he touches his belt. <laughs> so Nestor wants it just because of its worth? Yeah. No, I mean, it's like I plan to use it, but I want to have it handy. Ah, all right. So it's Sorry. Nestor versus Umlo. Who's playing Umlo this week? Wasn't it supposed to be Skid? I am. I, am. <laughs> I gotta say, this is, a, this is a conflict of interest. I, am. Uh, I think we should just make sure that however Skid plays it, Umlo really wants it. So, yeah, I'm going to so give Umlo... Yeah, yeah. Umlo is like... Uh, so this is this is this is insane. Like you can't even use it. Like you've got a belt that you can use. Like you can't. What, what are you going to do? It's going to. It's like changing clothes in the middle of a combat. Like you can't do it. It doesn't make sense. It makes sense for me to have it. So, listen, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a very valuable piece of equipment, and I am an established member of this crew. 
less so you. And I know that you've got the short end of the stick a few times, but sorry, mate. I got. She's got to have it. I've got to have it. Plus five to Umlo, plus zero to that. Blue is blue is Umlo, orange and blue is uh, Nestor. All right, Umlo wins. Hey, score one for Um. His strength is back to what it was. I don't, I don't begrudge it. I don't begrudge it. I was just testing you. That's all it was. As a character who's invested in, in uh, uh, judgment and justice being out there, I, I feel like Baron would have had to like say something if you had just taken it and not used it. That's like crazy. It could have got ugly. I was going to use it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not all the time, but it has to be. You know, all right, person. So yeah. you go through all this treasure, you sort through it. You've got this disc now. You've got the third piece of the puzzle. Yes. To relight the forge, according to Atena. Well, I, just, I just put it on Umlo to see what would happen. The belt, yeah. When he's raging, plus fourteen, plus nine for for his attacks with heart spit. Two d six plus eight plus two. I can actually. Oh, so when he's raging, oh, he has a twenty three strength. No, they don't stack. Twenty one. Yeah, they do. They do. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Fifth, uh, oh, he only gets a plus two to strength for raging, or plus four. Well, he gets a plus four to strength, but it's a plus two to hit and damage when he's raging. Ah, and the same from the. Oh belt. no! Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, so maybe Ums will be able to start laying some people out. Still has yet to do that cool crit, pull it out. And, uh, we did it once for flavor of sake. But anyways, you guys come out, sorting through this treasure, found the third piece of the puzzle, and you are beat up from that fight with for the Chul. You know, you had the Gar fight, the Marrow fight, the Chul fight. Um, Sir Will is like, I, I can't believe we survived it. That was terrifying. It's and, uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, I got no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had. It was terrifying. <laughs> Adele is just like it, I think she's like we were laying there, watching the blood seep into the water above us, and we couldn't move, couldn't speak, could barely think. Couldn't put the blood on our head. Yeah, it was funny how you could see the laws the blood. of physics. <laughs> you could see it distinctly <laughs> in the water, <laughs> and yet you couldn't pull it and put any of it on your forehead. <laughs> Very, very strange. Very strange magical land down it there. Was, it's almost as if the laws of physics themselves were arrayed against you somehow. <laughs> as little sense Modi- as it makes. I also think they're modified, specifically Yeah, something's just <laughs> altered around your presence. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> well, it, it was a very old temple. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> uh, so is Lexington there? Can, yes, Lexington is. All oh, right. So Big gash re- in the side. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Missing a leg. Hobbles over, right. whimpering. Uh, yeah, Sir Will gives him a big hug. He's like, ah, oh, thank God. Well, thank you, Amadai. And uh, he begins yeah, to rearm him. the dog is all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm... I think you guys might want to rest here for the night. That's going to be up to you. But the greater question remains, and this is something you're going to have to discuss in character, what to do now. By all accounts, from the map that you saw in that room with the living cave paintings, this temple, or whatever it is, shrine that somehow was involved with Mimrith the Maker is on the complete other side of the valley. How are you going to get there? You can go back through the dark passage, sure. Then what? Walk through all those giant camps again? Getting back to where the gate is? Has the gate been repopulated with another guard? 
kill the Smilodons, the Et, and the Hill Giant. Who knows? And then you get through there. Or do you attempt some sort of magical means of transportation to get over there? Possibly attracting uh, aerial predators along the way? Or do you go all the way around? Go straight north to the one little part of this valley uh, in the western portion that you haven't yet traveled on, but then get back to all the places you've been and walk all the way around, past where you fought the beds, Vens, mm-hmm. past where you saw Gristle Cracks camp, past all that, and just keep looping around and avoid the actual uh, grounds outside of the cathedral? Or is there some other method that you haven't thought about? As you guys are you know, getting your bearings together, sorting through this treasure, these thoughts have to be running through your head. What is the best course of action? Is there a best course of action? You know what you have to do. What are you guys thinking? And, and talk about it in character. Well, I think, that, you know, it's, it's going to take a while, but I don't... I mean, we have all of the... Uh, we have all these MacGuffins in our possession. So, I mean, the time is on our side. There's nothing, there's nothing particularly pressing as far as a, a deadline. So, Especially since we know that Orathash can't light the forge without these items. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Keep up. We do have our friends so, in enemy territory. Deep, deep in enemy territory. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I don't care about them as much uh, as I care You're about... Just when I think I'm starting to trust you, you reveal yourself. To no, no, I'm being honest. And other I'm being honest. You should trust me. I'm being, I'm being totally transparent. <laughs> now, now, Della, I care about them, but they are under magical concealment. They're fine. And they have Pembroke, who I've just met, but I'm very impressed with, to help protect them all. Yeah, he's very That ranger seems pretty impressive to me. No, I think he's got it all under control. No, he's totally useless. I think he's got... I imagine that if he had feet, he would still be probably be pretty useless. And trust me, I've seen him in combat. He has terrible luck. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. So he's, he's a major uh, he's a vulnerability. He's a detriment. He's a liability. He's a liability to us all. Um, I liked him a great deal. Well, I mean, he's, you know... I found, I found him to be witty, charming, so good-looking. We're, we're all agreed we'll kill the half-orc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good, good. Um, <laughs> and your journey toward the dark side <laughs> will be complete. No, I mean, I think... Uh, are, you, are you arguing we should go around for long, long? I'm saying we should go around because I don't fancy... Well, we've had a lot of trouble. I mean, I've been... A death door like, a number of times now, and I don't, I don't relish the thought of uh, putting myself uh, I- I- I deliberately in harm's way again when there's another alternative. Uh, I, I love your broom, Della. That's a hell of a trick you got there. But at the same time, if it were just drakes in this valley, we have this horn that could scare them off. We got ourselves a young red dragon on our tails. I don't want to risk flying over these giant encampments when that thing's out there. I think the safest way even though we don't know what's on the path, is to take the long way. I agree with you that the safest way is the long way, but I just worry we're leaving our friends in an indefensible position without true access to food, water, and supplies. They got that feller with the red cap. He's going to help. The wizard could create water, if I'm not mistaken. He and surely can. He's very powerful. I've, made him, I've given him access to my spellbook as well. Oh, fancy. <laughs> oh, he must be powerful now if he has access to your spells. <laughs> In fact, they are. Can you cast any spells there, Toothy? No, I don't need to. 
In fact, they are a lot safer than you're about to be. Um, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you threatening me? A heel turn. Della, I believe that flying uh, on your broom is uh, far too dangerous. You could attract far too much attention to yourself, and we, well, you need it. our protection. They have the broom. Um, Do they? We left it with them. Mm. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, well, we can't call it, right? Just out of character. Can't you call it? Broom! Broom! Yeah. Oh, broom! Hi, broom! Can broom service. It? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I thought we could, but anyway. You have to be able to, yeah. So you, there's no way you have to have it on you. You can send it. I don't know if you can call it. No, whatever. I don't think we're going to do it. I think Sir Wilmot is also like... Our friends, yes, they are in a dangerous place, but we should not risk these items falling into Orthash's hands by walking right into the teeth of the beast before we must. We absolutely must. It flies to its owner from as far away as 300 yards when she speaks the command word. We're much farther. Much farther. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then it's decided. We're all in agreement. We go the long way. Yeah. Taking the long way around. So it's the long way. We'll take the long way home. And we need that time for, for Nestor's hit points in particular. Yeah, I need the time just to get back up to full. Sure. Um, do you guys want to camp out again at the lake? It was a beautiful uh, camping site the night before. It, it is a nice spot. Good fishing. Uh, <laughs> but we should probably get some distance. You should do a professional fisherman and get us some yeah. food. Yeah. yeah. Baron, go yeah. fishing. Yeah. Let's see what I get, I'll Troy. i something good if you... That is a 17. You catch a gar and it eats you. <laughs> it pulls you in a device. I got a big one! <laughs> it's just like every... The sea was rough that day, my friends. Every, He's trying to shoot the every, inside of <laughs> Every does. 20 episodes or so, Troy remembers, reminds me of what a kick in the nuts it is that I put a point in profession. <laughs> you catch uh, 17 fish. Stable mocking. Stable mocking. <laughs> uh, so we did rest, right? We... Uh, well, that, that you guys want to rest by the lake? Yeah. 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 But, yeah Let's go sure. inside to the trees a little bit, but yeah. by the lake. All right. So near the lake, with your legs dangling in the water. We'll say. Mm. Yeah. That's fair, right? <laughs> uh, Perfect place to sleep. I'm going to cast Infernal Healing. Or do you want to alter the laws of physics some more? I can't do it out in the in open air. If you've <laughs> rested long altitude. enough and your forehead is dry, <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> So the sweat of battle could keep her, the perspiration of strife could keep demonic healing away. Yeah, that's all it took. Sweat. <laughs> uh, can I get some? Why? You don't care about our friends? You don't care about anybody but yourself? No, I do care about them very deeply. That's what I'm saying, is that we should take our time so that we don't get killed and leave them alone in the world. Everything just warps and bends to your will, doesn't it? Only being as truthful as I can possibly be. I don't know anyone else who's more truthful. She than dips me. a finger and just flicks the speck of blood onto your forehead. Oh, and, thank you. And, and casts a spell. Oh, thank you. Sir so, Will, you're, so you're, aggressive you're just, lately. You're watching all this go down, Sir Will. You like it, and and you? No, I do. It's, what's going through your head? Uh, this discussion uh, by the campfire of. Well, more demon's blood yeah, being more, you know, This is what led you to lose your powers in the first place. Do you feel any uh, compulsion towards it? Do you- uh, yeah, he certainly does. He's, tr- he's trying to tamp it down, but it's actually it's not the return of his powers that is helping to push that need and desire away. I think it's more so finding the plate, having the prayer, and having a clear path in mind to helping his brother. That is like it, it has cleared up the the fogginess that was ahead of him 
what do we do next? What are we going to do next? Now he knows. I'm going to try to go to this temple. I'm going to get the clay thing, whatever that is, to, to line the, the uh, forge with clay. And then, as of right now, he he's under the impression that he's probably going to light the forge and just hope it's cool with the Yomadai. But he doesn't really know. He hasn't seen any outward sign that it's not. He's starting to get his powers back, even on this journey. So maybe it's something that she is condoning in some way. Maybe there, there's an unknown reason to us mortals why it does need to happen and why we need to do it before the giants do. I don't know. He's he's reasoning himself into this position, but really his motivation for reasoning himself there is to help his brother. How does he feel like he's going to help his brother if Atena says he needs to choose the path of Minderhall in order to do so? Well, he's, he's sort of taking one thing at a time. Right. Uh, he thinks that lighting the forge is going to be a good first step, and maybe... If that it generates enough favor with Minderhall or uh, enough power, he could uh, overcome that uh, that gap where he must become this sole follower of Minderhall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not exactly sure, but for right now, he's actually really enjoying the the idea of the clear path and the adventure before him. Mm-hmm. You know, gathering these items, finding them. He's, he feels a sense of victory by the fire tonight for finding the prayer. And he's kind of holding it closely and just trying to, uh, to decipher the runes. And the whole experience is very invigorating to him. What about Della? Della, uh, you know, effectively, you would have been unable to even get that prayer had Della not cast water breathing on the group. You had a near brush with death again. Um, well, you come yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, like the whole group. I, I, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I was hurt, but I wasn't that hurt. Mm-hmm. I think it was more like the terror of being paralyzed. It's really it's underwater. Acting. It's underwater. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think Della. I mean, the, the singularity of purpose here is is still you know at play. Like, the, we, if we get those things, we will attract Brander. We will defeat these enemies. Like, it's all it, it's all kind of coalescing into one goal. Right, and Mimrith the Maker is the one that Atena said was linked with you, right? Yeah. Yeah, so do you feel any, you know, sort of uh, nervousness about that or, or, or wondering how, if, if at all, you're connected to it? Yeah, I mean, I think she's interested. She's curious. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, the, the connection hasn't seemed to do anything demonstrably long-lasting to any of the others. Uh-huh. I mean, Sir Will had that vision, but other than that, you know, so I think it's just like, I don't think Della is a real, like a real true blue, true blue believer. Mm-hmm. So much as she, I think she sees the practicality of getting of getting it. Right. And Minderhall worship does that seem interesting to you? The way that Atena described it, or you don't really care? I don't think she really cares. Okay. I mean, she's interested in the, the the history of it, and she's interested in like what its applications are, and that it can serve our higher purpose. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, sure. More interested in Minderhall than Desna. No, I mean, I, I, she, I mean, her devotion to Desna is just a tribute to, to Galapras. Right. She hasn't seen any manifestation. It's aesthetic at, as, at best. No, I mean, she's it's intellect. I would say it's intellectual at best. Okay, okay. Uh, Baron, you uh, do you still feel like you've got this group under control? Do you still feel like you're driving the ship? Well, as Baron's flipping through hammer and tongs, the forging of metal and other good works, his holy book, looking for a bottle cap. Nope. Swear I use it as a bookmark. Holy <laughs> swear, it's in here somewhere. Just where did it go? Um, he's uh, he's thinking about how 
Torag, although he's involved in creation, just like uh, Menderhall. Uh, he's a god of planning and of stout defense rather than attacking. But above all that, he's okay with attacking what needs to happen, as in this instance. But he's also the god of planning and st- strategery, mm-hmm. as Baron would say. <laughs> and it's um, the only plan so far is to collect all these things and see what happens. So he doesn't like that he has no plan beyond lighting the forge. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Atena didn't give us much info. She just said we had to and tried to sell us the story about us being reincarnated giants, which she doesn't exactly buy. So the his up- apprehension isn't so much in the search for these items. His apprehension is in what happens once that forge is lit. Right. Yeah. And he's the only good thing, the two good things that have happened, has been seeing... Sir will get back some of his powers that a channel to the gods that are on the little folk side might be reopening and the continued difficult to explain existence of umlo surviving through all of this yeah what a survivor touched by nargrim steelhand's arm having his arm replaced by it so perhaps little torag and yomadai are trying to pierce through the darkness that has suffused this valley since urathosh and his minions have arrived. And Nestor. And Nestor, this is, doesn't have to be anything you're sharing with the group. Just what's going on in Nestor's head? Like, he must smell this showdown with Urathash coming. It, it has to. But, like, what, what is going on as, as you're going to collect all these items and you're not really getting any of it put in your pockets, per se? Well, I think right now he does. He, he, he can feel... This confrontation coming, like you're saying, mm-hmm. you're getting closer. Now. It's tangible now, and that's that's his main focus. He's just uh, I want to keep, I want to keep everyone else up. I want to keep everyone alive. I want all the help I can get for this last this last push. Yeah. And as far as um, uh, as far as the religious thing with Minderhall. The promised power is tempting, but to Nesta is not worth making himself subservient to anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, if it comes down to that, if it comes down to the, ha- having to have a genuine conversion to worshiping a god, he won't do it. Even if it promised you great, unimaginable power. Yeah, no, no, it's not worth it because it's like if he has to give up himself to, in, in order to do it. It's not worth it to him. Mm. And then you got poor Ums, who not but a month ago was in a bear pit, struggling to survive, being kept alive by some hidden cure moderate wounds in the rocks in the bear pit, uh, and then being nursed back to health, fighting them, nursed back to health. He gets saved, loses his sister, and now he has a magical hand that is like seeping into his bloodstream, into his brain. He has this ancient magical weapon that was wielded by one of his ancestors, Heartspit. Still still trying to get a handle on it, but lately he's been doing really well. He now has a magical belt that is surging him with strength that like makes him feel like, at least if nothing else, like how he used to feel um, before he got sapped of his strength. But also then he goes into this rage and he's kind of like... He's becoming the Hulk in a lot of ways. He just can't control his rage at what's happening, at the whole situation. 
And he hasn't worn that giant nail scale mail in a while, but he could easily put that back on. You know what I mean? They're obviously, you're still fighting a lot of giants. But then, you know, when he's wearing that, he's just covered in the nails of giants as well. Like, what is happening in Umlo's head, Skid? You're, you're in charge of him this week. Uh, well, I think that he's kind of feeling more fatalistic, I guess, about this. Mm. Like he's got... There is a... Uh, he, see, he knows... Uh, for someone who's like kind of given up on life at like different points... Uh, it's almost as though there's something, some force keeping him alive. That's even though, like, a part of him wishes he could give up because he's got nothing left. Yeah. But I think that uh, he he knows that he's got some purpose ahead of him, and kind of I think like the fear is sort of drained away, and like some of his uh, humanity, for lack of a better, his dwarfish, dwarfishness has been kind of drained away as he becomes more machine than man or dwarf. Who was he praying to when he ran into the caves during that fight with the Peritons? And has he been continuing to pray throughout the night? Yeah, I think, I think he was he was he was to- trying to reach Torag, but more out of habit than anything else. Like he's not, he's starting to become less and less convinced that whatever force this is that is keeping him alive, that's driving him forward, has. Will listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, Umlo has basically become a very, very dangerous weapon for the group. Yeah. Um, more object than man, and, you know, now he, not unlike Pembroke, it kind of sees he could die any moment. Yeah. So you've got all these thoughts racing through your head, and you know that the, the, the I don't want to say the end of this journey, but the end of this chapter is coming to a close. Something. You're going to relight that forge, and you've got to figure shit's going to go down. But you're going to be imbued with powers unimaginable to be able to take out Brander, to be able to take out the Storm Tyrant, to be able to save the world. And so the next morning, you're, you're armed with, that, with those feelings as you get up, you break camp, um, you patch up Lexington's wounds from the bear attack. Kidding, he wasn't attacked by fear. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> totally slipped fast. Just saying, uh, if I noticed it. Uh, and <laughs> you caught me right as I was changing Sirenscape from night into day. Literally, no one caught me. I was like, uh, what, what, what pair? <laughs> what pair attacks? Um, and you get a full night's rest. You know, you can. Did you want to burn channels and do your healing and stuff? You did your. Infernal healing, but uh, I burned. Uh, Sir Will burned all of his lay on hands before we rested. Yeah. So if, Della burned her cure wounds. Yeah, underwater. So if we want to do some before we even leave today and have none for the day, we can. Um, I'm just not sure where people are at. Sir Will is fine on hit points. I'm sixteen down. Sixteen down. You want to hit? You yeah. Want to hit off this divine energy? Sure. All right. So this will be like night before. No, 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 no. This, this is, is, oh, this is this morning because okay. I had used all. You already of them. used. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, so next morning, cool. uh, eight, eight points of healing. Are you praying over them when you lay on hands? Yeah, under I mean, your I, breath I, I or just, loudly? Uh, no, it's loudly. It's a verbal prayer, and he just does it to, to Nestor for okay. right now. I think everybody else is okay. Baron will give Nestor another hit of cure light. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Four. You oaf. <laughs> you can't do anything without knocking. Just everything. trying to just trying to roll a die. I mean, just don't put your mics on the table. <laughs> Amateur. Uh, so uh, hey, it's a little. Grant's uh, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna cast um, cure light wounds. 
And and now I'm gonna roll. Why'd you put your why'd you put your mics, you assholes? This is, this is why this is why they didn't give me the U.S. Open when I had a chance to announce it because I would have ruined all the calls. <laughs> but when uh, when he when Will does that, Ness is uh, so looks like your uh, your uh, girlfriend in the sky uh, looks like she's back in your good graces. <laughs> well, I wouldn't or call her my girlfriend, Nesta. No, I know you're more serious than that, but uh, but congratulations, well done. I don't know what you did, but. You're more uh, more used to us now. So. To be honest, I don't know either, but I, it had something to do with that with that bear. It was when I prayed over him that I found my powers returned. Oh, so good luck I killed it. Perhaps. Oh, well. So thank you, points up. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I know she's got her eye on me, clearly. Right, Perhaps she you does, Mister. Perhaps she does. For all yeah. your jokes... Perhaps she does. Do you have any artistic depictions of her? Uh, oh. like he, like, starts to blush. He's like, well, well, I have many. Would you like to see them? No, yeah. Uh, and he opens up this, like, sketchbook that he has uh, <laughs> where he draws sketchings of all different things. But uh, some of them are likenesses of Eomadai in her armor and her longsword. Oh, yeah, well... And they're yeah. completely appropriate, Troy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You have, like, snickering back just then. Just think of that video of with Kurt Warner drew Jesus. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a child that. crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Yomada. Yeah, yeah, Oh, and I should also say it is not good. Like, they're not good sketches. <laughs> Very so, amateur. Well, I get this as a general idea, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I can see the appeal. She is really quite incredible. You should, you should read the act sometime. Uh, a brave warrior, Nesta. She's, she's all right. Do you have one of the acts you can tell him? Uh, I do. No, I don't want to hear anything. I do. What? Just have a seat, Nesta, please. Oh, no, 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 no. Relax. No, I just wanted a general... No Should one... we be going? <laughs> no one's breaking out in the song. Read it on the way if you've got to. Well, Nesta, you've seen that the sigil of my house is uh, to Griffins, as you can see from my resplendent... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were ready. We are ready. for Those are, those are combat drops. Um... <laughs> He says, you've seen my banner, you've seen the... the re- Stop it! <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. It's not me. Nesta, this is incredibly rude. I'm sorry. He says, you've seen the two griffins on... <laughs> I'm curious about doing this. <laughs> That's divine intervention right there. All right, I'll... I should have a bottle cap for putting up with you. <laughs> oh, it was a hymn. I thought it was a hymn. Are we going to join in? What? <laughs> no, it's like to praise her name. Talk, uh, H-Y-M-N. Yeah. Ah, uh, H-Y-M-N. Yeah. Gotcha. No, it is an act and it describes... Her... We're still going on about this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take a hint. So Sir Weld has... Well, they won't Dejected, he walks away, head bowed, and he goes over, and he begins to explain the third act of Iomadai to Lexington. <laughs> Lexington is just like, oh, oh God. God, this again. Lexington is wrapped with attention. Wait, he's wrapped attention? How do you say that? He's wrapped. Yeah, he's wrapped. wrapped. He's wrapped. With attention. Baron will pay attention, but he's, he's, for the first time in a long time, taking swigs from his whiskey. He's like, oh, God. Ah, yes. But it's pretty cool, man. It's like about how she You turn around and Della has stuffed her ears. Just gonna roll. Just gonna roll. I'm just saying, man. Get, let me cut it through here. So as you're walking, you just... <laughs> as you're walking, you could just be talking aloud to yourself. Like, <laughs> she defeated a horde of wraiths on, on the back of a griffin. There, I said it. <laughs> oh, damn it, you people. Try me to give me that demon's blood. 
pops out one of her earplugs. Like, yeah. were, you, were you saying something? <laughs> Are you chewing gum? <laughs> Spit it out. Spit it out. Put it in his hand. Uh, all right, so you you, you walk you walk along. That was miserable. <laughs> you retrace your steps. That was great. <laughs> that took like ten minutes. Uh, you, you're retracing your steps, and eventually, um, by midday, you're you know you're getting closer to where uh, the slag giant village is, and it begins raining. I think that's the cue. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Still for so, so dejected long. about not getting his prayer on. Yeah, I just completely shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as if uh, everything is happening for a reason. As you come to this, you know, dilapidated uh, old, the ancient village, the bodies of uh, Cormac Deadgut and the uh, ogres are. Uh, you can see they've been stripped of flesh. They've been eaten by wild animals. And just a rain starts to fall as you see it rise up in the distance. The uh, stream to your uh, left, west of you, because you're staying on the east bank for the most part, um, it's getting uh, more rapid and it's uh, filling swimming. up. Yeah, waters are swimming, and uh, you know you have to kind of hug the walls of the valley um, as the stream begins to expand with the heavy rain. It's probably a moment for each of you, definitely for Baron and Della, where you just you see where Barry died. And then you just you keep going on. Eventually, it's a little later in the day, later in the afternoon, and you see the passage east leading back to the dark passage. Hmm. And having made the decisions you've made, you are going to forego that and continue going north to new uncharted territory, hoping that it will lead back to that crossroads where you fought the beds. As you continue along, it's still getting a little later in the day, and the stream is still swelling. Uh, Baron, you can tell just from your natural survival check that you're kind of, you're going north, but you're also going like deeper west at the same time. The valley is like curving westward as you go north. For the first little bit, you're actually going more west than you are north, and you're, hope, you're thinking to yourself, I hope that this turns north again. Otherwise, we're going to end up in a completely different area of the valley. This won't connect to where the beds were at right, all. Right. Um, this is like one of the sections of the valley we haven't explored yet. We haven't yet. explored yet. You, you think that it's going to lead you back there, but it's barren. You, I don't know if you raise these doubts to the group or not, or if you feel confident that like it'll eventually turn around. But sure enough, you do see that it does begin... To climb north, but also up ahead, as the valley continues on, you also see a narrow footpath heading west through a field of boulders and dense scrub into a little side canyon that branches off from the main valley. Windswept piles of dead leaves and branches clump between boulders poking through the thin, dry topsoil. And you can see patches of green and pale yellow lichen clinging to the rocky canyon walls. Can I do a survival check for footprints? Sure. Natural 20, oh, 27. Oh, nice. Footprints leading every direction. Oh, <laughs> on it right here. You do see footprints. You see footprints of what appears to be multiple giants. Um, some leading continuing north and some leading down this footpath 
and you also see uh, footprints of animals. Can't quite tell what animals, but only one giant set of footprints going west. The rest go north. That's when the animal was carrying him. Right. (laughs) Footprints down the beach. Uh, Can Baron move away some of the lichen? We've seen parts of the adventure where, like, riding has been covered up by lichen and age, and this place has been worked over so much. I'm just looking to see if there's any writings or scrawlings. Writings, scrawlings. No, you don't see anything. It's just kind of covering this. uh, It's covering the rocks, and the the leaves are kind of not hiding this footpath, but it's a separate... Separate thing from the way you're going. Well, it's intriguing, gang. I let them know what's going on. If any of y'all want to go down, I can, but this is going away from where we want to go for it's the clay. It's true, but I think, I mean, I'd like to just check it out. I I'm mean, I don't, I don't want well. anything like coming up behind us. All right, let's as check going, it out. So let's take a look. Oh, and Troy, I should tell you, I spent an a, a arcane pool point this morning to prepare a spell. I don't know. Oh. oh. Use message to tell him and not us. <laughs> Well, I don't want him to know either. Um, okay, uh, so Nestor, do you want to walk up there? Yeah, I'll take the lead, yeah. Nestor. And, and I'll be uh, right behind him. And I'll be stealthing. Okay, roll stealth. Uh, that would be a 33. 33, all right, so you slip through the leaves, and you can see that the footpath continues for several hundred yards and empties into a wide, boulder-filled clearing at the western edge of this mini canyon. Roll a perception check. 27. At the end of the canyon, you see uh, a cave opening off the ground, similar to Geographer's thing, but not as high off the ground. Hmm. Um, and there's something else, like, in front of the cave. You just can't tell from the distance of where you are. All right. Uh, something else like a creature or something else like a formation? There's or? stuff in front of the cave. You just can't see, but you do see something in front of the cave. It doesn't look to be moving or anything. So, yeah, I signal back, do hand signals. So let's keep going. Let's get a bit of a closer look. Baron will try to stealth up. 25. 25. Alright, so you stealth up with uh, Nestor, you guys leading the charge, and you just... Della gets a 32 stealth. Alright, so the three of you all walk up ahead while Sir Will and Umlo... We keep our distance. ...clank up the rear. Um, And eventually you get within like 50 feet of the cave. And you can roll another perception check. The three of you that are stealthy. Can I also detect alignment while we're doing this? Uh, 21 perception? 18 for Bill. 19. Um, 21 for Nestor? Yeah. Nestor, you see um, fragments of cracked and broken bones littering the ground below the cave mouth. Could you acknowledge nature to see if this has the signs of a Drake cave? Yeah, sure. Or if I would recognize what kind of cave this would be. Uh, 90, 14, 22. Could be. The Drake Cave that you saw before was much higher up, and this one seems to be the opening of the cave is only 30 feet above the valley floor. That doesn't mean a Drake wouldn't have taken it as its home, though. Like, if it was a natural uh, cave opening, they would probably take anything they could get. The higher, the better, but it's not like they're building these caves themselves. Right. Um, Sir Will and Umlo roll a perception check. 
That's a 17 for Sir Willamette. Uh, 18. 18. 17 um, and um, 18. I don't like the sound of that. I don't like it when he tells me to roll perception. No, when I'm alone on. in the. Oh, back. no, 20. Sorry, it's 20 perception. 20 for Amlo. And Sir Will, what'd you get? Uh, 17. 17 for Sir Will. Umlo, you turn around and see a giant coming up oh. the path behind you. Oh, what? Shit. Oh, shit. And he sees you. He looks like that. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, he's got a top knot. Kill him. And he says, What do you think you're doing? You stay away from the black-headed beast. Back away, you fool. Ball? What are Nestor and Della and Baron doing? They don't hear this. I mean, we're still... Sir Will doesn't hear it either? No, Sir, Sir, Will, Sir Will and Umlo see this. Nestor and Della and Baron, do you continue approaching okay. the cave? Yeah. All right, so Nestor and Della and Baron continue approaching... I mean, could I roll perception to see if I hear it? Or are you saying it's just too far away? Yeah. They, is he yeah. speaking giant or is he speaking common? He's speaking giant. Uh, does Nestor speak giant? Or uh, does Umlo speak giant? Uh, he was the only one who did. Remember he translated for us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sir Will doesn't understand it. Uh, but, but Umlo's going to have to roll not to attack him now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's coming up the path. Hold he's not within the... Umlo's range well, yet. Shit. Meanwhile, Nestor and Deller and Baron are up ahead, and they're walking towards the cave. Sir Will says, well, what did he say? I can't, I can't understand. Uh, sorry, just got to roll a uh, will save. <laughs> we we might not no, 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 he's not in range yet. I'll oh, he's not. You, I'll tell you when he's uh, in range, but he's he walking said, uh, towards you. He said, uh, like, no, to get close to the... I hope it doesn't get any closer to me, but he said, yeah, don't get close to the black... So, what is it? Black-headed beast. Black-headed beast. Where, did he point toward the cave? Yeah, oh, the cave. you fool! Stop. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Stay, Sir keep Will's going to turn. Sir Will's going to turn. Nesta! Della! Hold! Not Baron, though. <laughs> Baron, continue Baron, keep on. going. Baron, keep going. Uh, Baron, hurry towards the cave. <laughs> Son of a... Leave your gun. <laughs> Throw your gun. Throw your gun into the cave. <laughs> Safe keeping. Uh, so this is all happening very, very closely. Very quickly, The, the giant, this huge giant with... Uh, he's kind of got like barbarian type clothing on. See, he's got the big fur collar and he has a spiked chain in his hand. Ooh. And he's basically saying, don't. Go, don't stay away from the black-headed beast. And he's getting closer and closer to Umlo, and Umlo is starting to feel really, really angry. No, 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 no. Meanwhile, Baron and Della and Nestor... (laughs) Baron and Della and Nestor are moving ever closer to the uh, cave opening, and Sir Will yells out, Hold! Sir Will yells out, Hold! And you all hold and turn and look at Sir Will, and then behind you hear... Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Three different creatures' sounds, and then all of a sudden, a loud like screech, like, <laughs> and out from the mouth of the cave comes a three-headed beast. Oh what? no! With the body of a lion, a head of a feline, a horned goat. And a dragon. It's a chimera. Oh, my God. You know what? Roll for initiative. We're going long. Yeah! Oh! All right. I can't believe you walked down this footpath. (laughs) Um, Well, you just laid it there in front of us. What do you do? We talk about this a lot in games. Sometimes you know it's a terrible idea, but you just can't help yourself. 
You um, dangled the carrot. Here's the stick. Yeah, you carrot dangler. <laughs> Rose. You're a natural-born carrot dangler, Troy LaValle. You got, you got this guy with his furry little... Uh, he's got a top knot. He's got a, a fur coat on, a spiked <laughs> chain with a ball at the end of it. He's coming up, and he's like, Don't touch the black-headed beast! Don't touch the black-headed beast! And Umlo is within range now. Oh, no, that's this. right! And Umlo's the only one that understands, so he tells Sir Will. Sir Will yells out to these guys, Don't go anywhere near that cave! And they're like, What? All of a sudden, you hear three different kinds of roars as the black-headed beast makes its appearance. Body of a lion, head of a lion, <laughs> feline, head of a goat, and head of a dragon. Ladies and gentlemen, the black-headed beast. <laughs> <laughs> Nestor, what'd you get? Uh... 27. 27. Della. 22. Wow, you guys are amazing. Hell yeah. <laughs> there Hell it yeah. is. Baron? 17. Okay. All Ooh. right. All right. Um, Sir Will? 13. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty that's all right. not bad for him. It's all right. Umlo? Uh, 11. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Um. It's all right. The field <laughs> is set. We're going along. Won't take long, though. <laughs> We're going long. Good chance we'll have a TPK in four and a half minutes. Oh, Let's God. start with round one. Nestor coin. Um, this thing comes to the mouth of the cave. It's 30 feet up in the cave, and you're X amount of feet away. Do I have a clear shot on it? Uh, you do. It's going to get a tiny bit of cover from the lip of the cave, but, yeah, you're going to get okay. get a clear shot, and it's flat-footed, too. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to... Study my target and say, what is this thing? This is very strange, but I think, uh, even though I don't know what it is, I can sense a vulnerability, and I will take my first attack. Nice. Uh, yes, that's 29 to hit. 29 is a hit. And, oh, and that's many shot as well. Um, so give me 15 minutes while I calculate oh, the damage man. here. You get sneak attack too, right? Because yes. You act Yes, first. I do. Uh... Okay. Troy, is the over under uh, fifty? What do you think? <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say under. Under's probably right. Uh, uh, fifty nine points of damage. <laughs> oh, it was the over. Wow! Should have taken the over. <laughs> wow! The guy behind you said, "What are you doing? Oh, that's it. That's it. No, you no. cannot kill it, Della." Oh, you have another, no, another attack. You have another attack. <laughs> if you don't mind. If it's all right to the DM. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, crack die. And that's probably a miss. Uh, that is, yeah, 16. 16 misses on the next shot. Della, what you got? What you got? Uh, Della is going to cast uh, Mirror Image. Ah, okay. Shades the underwater, Della. No, I'll... So she'll stay where she is. She'll cast Mirror Image, and she will keen and shock the scimitar. Nice. Ah, Swift there. How many images we got of Della? She's going to need all of them. Five, five images. So there's six Della's. Six Della's. Six Della's. All Perfect right. Roll. So I'll have to roll a six on a D6 to hit you. Yes. And I probably and will. Probably and you will. probably will. You probably will. It is the black-headed beast's turn. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He rolled higher than a 13. Oh, no. Uh, yes. <laughs> 19. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Let me make sure this is a standard action. Oh, this is good. Oh, this, this is just horrible. This is just horrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God, no. It flies out 
Oh, come on. And of course you guys are all standing in a straight line. Oh, no. It does a breath weapon in a 40-foot straight line on all three of you. Roll a reflex save, DC 19. Oh, no. Is it a ranged attack? That is a breath weapon. Yeah. So does it... Your breath weapon is its own category. Yeah. Fuck. Della makes it. And the images don't matter here, right? Yeah. No. No. Nestor? Nestor made it. 12. 12 for Baron. That's mine. Uh, I need to borrow. <laughs> Grant accidentally rolled my die. Oh no! It don't touch it. Too. I need to borrow. Don't touch it. It's evil, guys. I have three D eight here. Can I borrow three more? Oh, you jerk! One, you jerk! Two, three, six D eight worth of damage. Oh, reflex for half. Acid spews out of the dragon's oh, mouth. Oh no! Oh, because it's the black head, black dragon head. Whoa. Whoa. Couple of sevens. Ooh. 19, uh, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29 damage to Baron, uh, 14 to Nestor and Della. Can I have the D8 back? back? Nah, I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> Acid spew. Straight lines, you guys. And, Ooh. uh. Yeah, you know how we got in that straight line? Troy placed us on the map. <laughs> That's right. That in my defense. true. In my defense, you could have moved. Uh, it is Baron's turn. Baron, you just got acided. Uh, so, Baron, I can do a swift action in addition to a, f- a full round action or just the full yes. round? Okay, yes, so uh, I'm going to swift action put a judgment of sacred smiting on this guy. Yeah, because man. He's probably magical yes. with three heads. And I just want to get past that DR. And I'm going to do a full round attack with the old double barrel pistol. Right, yeah. It's 30 feet in the air, and it's X amount of feet in front of you. So just, you're probably going to be going against regular AC. Yeah, uh, 20 feet, yep. Uh, so that's one range increment out of my range. Okay. I'm still going to rapid shot at him. Can't believe Mr. did 59 points. Matthew, do the math. Is he right? So it's minus <laughs> eight. What was the math? I wasn't listening. The, do your Pythagorean whatever. Oh. Okay, that's not a hit. Passed. That is a 12 against oh. regular AC. All right, the first hit misses. That is also a miss. That's a 14. Okay, okay, we're in business. That is not a hit. That is a 19. Pew, pew, pew. At least no misfires, thank God. What is that magic handbanger? <laughs> Sir Will. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, He's tough. So Will's in an impossible situation. He's between the two creatures. Um, all right, he is going to, seeing this creature fly out of the cave and do it the breath weapon, he thinks he's the much greater uh, uh, foe. And so he's going to turn to that creature, challenge him, and do a full-blown for Highbury charge. Yes. Right feet. into the creature. It's, it's in 30 the air. feet in the air. It's flying. He's going to charge right under the creature and <laughs> off into the woods and back home. Uh, okay, so no point in doing this combat. I wish I had known I was in the air before. Uh, okay, so Sir... God, I fucking... How many flying creatures do we have to play in this thing? Seven. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's going to... How many roads was the man walk down before they can call him a man? Fourteen. The answer, my friend. Uh, can I do after charge the uh, giant? Well, I want to do a perception to see if he is like coming to attack us or not. Uh, yeah, well, he got very angry when um, Nestor shot it with arrows, and it, he's getting angrier. I think he's sees. like protecting this thing for some reason. Right, exactly. Uh, I just can't as a paladin. I just can't go and charge him before he's actually attacked me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to. Um, 
I kind of... Uh, yeah, I'm going to hold. I'll hold. It's hold really, or ready? It's really lucky you're not a paladin. You can't ready a charge, so we should just hold. Yeah. All right, so she's going to hold your action. Umlo, roll a will save. Umlo, roll a will save. <laughs> All right. Uh... Uh, nice. Yes, he made it. Oh, beautiful. Ah, all right, so Umlo is able to withstand the rage within, yeah. and it is his turn. He's going to brace. Yes. Bracing. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Bracing against the giant or against the, the black headed beast? Okay, so he's bracing against the giant. Okay, uh, and it is the giant's turn, and he's just like, how dare you attack that thing? I'll bring you back to the pits if I can't keep it alive. Oh, oh he's coming uh, to capture it. Uh, we should just let him catch it. Yeah, yeah say, so, hey, be hey, our I guest. Guess. <laughs> no, we don't really want the giants to get. Well, we can let him capture it and then stab him, him in the back while he's trying to figure it out. <gasps> oh, we oh, have the, the leash. The net. The leash. Oh, I have the net and the leash. Oh, right. The net. But the leash is. But how are we going to get it on, though? Yeah. You're a, la- you're a, you're a cowboy, man. You can lasso <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, lasso him. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have reach with this. Uh, oddly enough, even though it's a spike chain. Um, so he is going to step forward um, within 10 feet and. Uh, Provoke. No. Well, yes. yeah. from 15 to 10. Yeah. But Umlo was bracing. He was readying a brace. Oh, yeah. True. So he won't be able to do that. So he's going to spike chain against Umlo. Uh, 30 to Jeez. hit Umlo. Jeez. Jeez. So he hits Umlo with a spike chain. For 21 points of oh, damage. Oh, jeez. 21 points of damage on Umlo. I told you not to kill it. I'll keep you all alive and bring you back to the pits as entertainment. Round two. Sir Willamette is going to go right now. Ah, okay. Go for it. So he just says, terrible mistake. And he uh, rears Lexington back and he's going to do a ride by charge. Okay, do you have the room to charge? He's 10 feet away. All right, rock and roll. So he charges past him. You've made a terrible mistake attacking my ally. For Harbury! And he's going to challenge him into a (laughs) full-blown charge. All right. It's kind of a week for Highbury, Grant. There's a lot of hard. Hey, hey you, you didn't even try to warn me earlier. You want me to give a good for Highbury? Yeah, I, know, I, gotta, there's I gotta, a lot. There's Highbury. a lot less enthusiasm in the for Highburys ever since Will fell from grace. It's true. Yeah. Even now he's coming back. True. Like the enthusiasm still isn't there. Uh, okay, so he's going to do a ride by attack. Okay. And go ten feet past the guy to the rock wall. Okay. Uh, here we go. Oh my God. You were the worst. You were the worst. Natural two. You were the worst. I had a plus. (laughs) I had a plus 17 (laughs) to hit. And I rolled a fucking natural two. 19? Troy is just crying laughing over there. It's so fucking frustrating. God damn it. It's amazing. Terrible. Uh, All right, Sir Will, you've moved in the initiative order. And it is Nestor's turn. Uh, Okay. Uh, is gonna take a five foot step to get out of this Rockettes dance line. <laughs> kick line. And, um, do another mini shot. Alright. Fumble? Miss, oh, uh, second. Nope. Both fucking miss. Oh no! Fuck! Joe. The Joe energy is rubbing throughout the room! Fuck! <laughs> you are all cursed! Oh. Brutal misses, brutal misses. I don't have to tell you that. Uh, Della. Della Two is. Two and a four. Della is gonna dash back 30 feet to get out of this line, and she's gonna point her finger at the Chimera. Uh-huh. And do a, and a little little bead of fire. Oh, there we go. Oh, snap. Oh, fireball. snap. Fireball. fireball. Roll reflex save. Don't you tell me what to do. Okay. Reflex save. Would you mind rolling a reflex save, if you please? <laughs> sure. All right, 20. Okay, you passed the reflex save, sure. so 
13 points of damage. 13, is it a uh, fire damage? Yes. Yes. All right. Can I roll a knowledge check? Sure can, good buddy. Idea. Good idea. Arcana, Arcana. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes. 15. Oh, 15. Four. I'm sorry, that won't be enough. Ugh, we Please try rolls. again. But now it is. Is the DC based on the hit dice of the, car- of the creature? Yes. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. The DC is based on my on my bonuses and spell level. And the spell level. The spell no, no, no. Yeah. The DC of it's the knowledge. Of the knowledge. Oh, it's either okay. ten plus the HD or ten plus. Because the like, wouldn't, wouldn't you know more about like if the a creature was super status. powerful? Wouldn't it be more famous? Oh yeah, you're like right. stories no, told I, about yeah, it. Yeah, but I think well, it also stands to reason that less people have seen it or could actually comment on it. Yeah, but like a dragon, like you know, like everyone knows everything about dragons, but it'd have like a twelve HD. Yeah, you know, you would. It's like true. I don't know. It makes sense. Like legendary things, then you wouldn't know anything yeah. about them. Yeah, you pass that knowledge check on a dragon. It'd be like it breeds fire. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got it. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> okay, it's its turn, and uh, it can use that ability. Every 1d4 rounds, if I can lift the curtain up. I rolled that d4. Mm-hmm. Behind the I, screen. Behind the screen. Okay. Like GMs do. Right. And I rolled a 1. Liar. Surprise, surprise. Liar. It moves to the side, lining up Baron. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It doesn't take one round. Right? Isn't it's that mean for a, a round it needs to recharge? It's every 1d4 rounds. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. So, do you so there's no difference between rolling a 0 and rolling a 1, is what I'm saying. Like... It's the same can't result. roll a zero. Well, uh, there were zero rounds between the round he used it and this round. It's the next and round. Did you roll it before you used it the first time? Hmm. It, what I'm saying is, does it take one round to recharge, or does it just does a one mean it takes no rounds to recharge? I hear you. Let's grind it to a halt and look. Um, <laughs> hey, this is very powerful. It is pretty sure, important. Sure, TPK uh, material. Yeah. I don't want to split is, hairs. There here, is but. something on the boards about this. Ah. Matthew's yes, so the next round. Yeah, so the one somebody argues use it if you just the way exactly what Troy said. If you just replace one d four with the number you roll, usable every one round, then it has nothing yeah. to do with waiting. It's it lines up. So that's for the rest of combat. It's usable every round. No, I got to roll a d four uh, every, every one d four round. Reason it doesn't have to u- roll it before it uses it because it hadn't used it yet today. Makes sense. But it's about to use it again on Baron and Nestor the Blackhead. Opens up wide and acid begins to flow out. Reflex? Do we get a reflex? You sure can. Next week. Oh! You twisted, twisted bastard. You and your episode. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a powerhouse and tape production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. 
This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.